0: My name is Isabel Clausen, the host of the Girl, God's Got You podcast. This podcast was created to remind women that Girl, God's got you, and He wants to help you live the life you were created to live. Have you ever struggled with believing in yourself, having fear about navigating your future, understanding your life purpose, or managing overwhelming stress? Well, if you've gone through any of these experiences, then this podcast is for you. And I want to encourage you that no matter what you go through, no matter what you think of yourself, no matter how much someone hurts you, no matter what level of self-confidence you have, no matter how much fear you have about the future, God is here for you no matter what. Girl, God's got you, and he always will. I hope you enjoy today's episode. To another episode. I am very, very, very excited for the episode that you all are listening to today because it is the first guest interview that the Girl God's Got You podcast has ever had. Today I'm interviewing the ladies from the Hey Sis podcast. Emma and Haley. I know Haley because she was my Bible study life leader on my floor of my apartment at college this year, and her and her really good friend Emma started this wonderful podcast. It's called Hey Sis. It's a bunch of advice that these girls wish they could give their younger selves, kind of like the big sis advice mindset. It's a Christian podcast. It has a lot of lifestyle tips. I love listening, and I wanted to interview them all about the topic of if they could go back in time and tell their 14-year-old selves some advice What would they tell them? So I hope that you guys really enjoyed this podcast episode. I loved interviewing them and kind of having a fun dialogue. If you guys want any more guests, please let me know. You could DM me on Instagram if there's any podcast people that you want me to have a guest on this show. I could try to reach out, not going to promise anything, but that'd be really cool if we had more guests. I have my mom and dad coming on the podcast later episodes. I want to interview my twin brother. Just have some fun, unique episodes and content for you all. So without further ado, I'm going to start the clip of the guest interview. Hey girls, thank you so much for coming on today. I'm super excited to have you. For those of you that don't know, this is Haley and Emma from the Hey Sis podcast. Uh, I love their podcast. How long ago was it that you guys started it?
1: Um, We started in January, the very beginning of okay. the year. Yeah, awesome. yeah, I think we all started
0: around the same time, so that's super fun. You guys should go check it out. I'll... Uh, put it in the show notes below and you guys can totally subscribe, rate it, review it, check them out. It'll be awesome. But yeah, so today we're going to be talking all about a couple things, two or three things we each wish we could tell our 14-year-old selves. Um, I think these girls have a lot of good wisdom, especially for young girls. That's their uh, target audience with their podcast. So we're excited to hear what they have to say. Um, But first, I have a couple questions I want to ask them. So, uh, which one wants to start off first, Emma or Haley, who wants to be on the hot seat? (laughs) You go, hey. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Awesome. So, Haley, I already know you. Um, Haley's my life leader, which is the Bible study leader. On uh, When we were at GCU, now we're all at home. (laughs) But uh, for... Papa goes so I love Haley. she's a super great girl but we're just gonna ask some questions about her and get to know her a little
1: better so you know, just tell me your background your age school your major all your future goals yeah so I am 21 um fun fact Emma and I have a birthday that's a day apart but yeah. <laughs> I'm 21 um, I go to GCU obviously. I'm a communication major and my minors in behavioral health and so after this I'm planning to go to grad school. Um, I want to be a licensed clinical social worker um, so that's kind of the plan for after this but I'm from Arizona. I grew up in Gilbert, um, back in Gilbert now since we're in quarantine but yeah <laughs> that's a little bit about me. Well yes thank you Haley.
0: Yeah I uh I love learning about all the different uh, aspects of um, podcasting. And what was the main reason you guys started your podcast? Like, what's your mission for it?
1: Um, We both, so Emma and I are both the oldest in our families and um, kind of have that, like, big sister role. And so we kind of wanted to, we started it for a couple reasons. One, because we kind of wanted to be able to, like, be big sisters to other people. And as our mm-hmm. sisters, like, go to college and aren't necessarily, like, living with us anymore, um, that we could kind of still have that role and give them advice and things like that. But we also wanted it to kind of be like a letter to our younger selves um, and things that we wish we had known, kind of like end of high school, early college, just talking about stuff that we wish people had talked about then. So um, anything no, else that. you want to say? No, yeah.
2: Our, we just saw like both of us have siblings now also in college. And I was like, we were both just like blown away at the ease <laughs> of the <Yeah>. transition. <laughs> And we were like, <laughs> all right, let's let's pass on some more whatever we think we have to offer to other people, too. Um, but yeah, yeah. We'll that's listen.
0: awesome. Yeah, I love you guys have great podcast episode talks and ideas and it's just great. So for those of you that want to check it out, please do. You will be blessed. But yes. So um yeah, Haley, next question. I want to know your favorite song lyrics at the moment. Any
1: good ones that we should listen to? Uh, I was, like, trying to think about this. <laughs> and, you know, when I'm just in, like, one of those phases where I'm over my music. Like, you know when you get one of those phases <laughs> where you're like, I don't know what to listen to. So I yeah. – <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, over my music right now. So if anyone has suggestions, send it my way. Um. Okay, perfect. But but I did pick a Christian song lyric because I saw that M did that when I was reading her notes. So favorite <laughs> Christian song lyrics right now are um from "See a Victory," and so just obviously says, "I'm gonna see a victory for the battle belongs to you, Lord." You take what the enemy meant for evil and you turn it for good. Just because I feel like that's been my prayer like recently with just everything going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are my favorite like praise and worship song lyrics right now. Oh, I love that.
0: No, yeah, worship music has been my jam a lot because I don't know about you guys, but sometimes in quarantine, like, I just get up and then, I don't know, not that the Bible study's been off, but sometimes it just like my time with God, I just play a worship song yeah. and pray to Him and it calms me down. So, you know, throwing it around a little bit, you know, switching it up, but I love worship songs. Also, too, on our podcast, we've been doing this thing where we do favorite quote and favorite song lyrics. So, you have a favorite quote you want to share? Anything resonating with you? Yeah, this is
1: a really, like, short quote. There's, um on Instagram, mm-hmm. at Revelatory, um, she does, oh. like, cute little like she does art and stuff and she posted the other day when doing is too much being is enough and i really like that just because one i'm like me and emma are both very like go 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 and obviously that looks Mm -hmm. totally different right now and yeah also just like it's kind of hard to do things right now like it can feel exhausting and discouraging so just knowing that just it's okay like you don't have to be productive you don't have to like fill out this checklist of things you can just be so I really like that quote right now oh
0: yeah. well, that's really good especially when we can't control the situation it's like if we could do things we would but we yeah. can't
1: so you yeah. gotta just suck it up and you know
0: I love that quote that's super good mm-hmm. like, awesome and so the last question we're gonna ask Kaylee is what God is telling you currently any specific ideas or just kind of a
1: feeling you have from him any truth um yeah I feel I mean I've talked about this a little bit but like Right now, obviously, all three of us are in like the graduation stage, and I feel like before it was really hard because like we didn't necessarily know our place in the world, like. But now I feel like we don't even know the world in its current state, and so I think for me this has just been like a lesson, another lesson about expectation, um, because that's that's been like a huge thing God's been teaching me throughout college. But just like how the only thing that we really can be certain of and expectant of is that God will fulfill his promises, but like mm-hmm. we don't always know what those promises are or we think we know what those promises are, but then we realize that his promises are really our expectations or us telling him what we wanted. Um, but just that right now kind of all we have to cling to is just that he will fulfill his promises, even if it doesn't look how we thought it would, which I think for a lot of us right now, it doesn't necessarily look that way. But yeah.
0: Emma, now you're in the hot seat. Yeah, okay. Hello. hello, Emma. So, <laughs> a little bit about yourself. I, fun fact for you guys, I haven't officially met Emma. I feel like I know her because I listen to her voice on the podcast. <laughs> so, if that's creepy, I'm sorry. No but um, yeah, yeah. So, tell me about yourself. I want to know personally your age, <laughs> school, future goals, all that. <laughs> Okay, um,
2: so I'm 21. Um, like Haley said, we turned 21 in January. Um, I went to well, I'm going to GCU, graduating in like a week and a half, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I don't know oh, Crazy. Um, <laughs> I studied behavioral health science. Um, I'm minoring in Spanish, which is kicking my butt. <laughs> um, and I was born and raised in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, yeah, my future goals, I, I, love behavioral health. I love all aspects of it. I love the mental, like health part of it, Mm -hmm. being an advocate for that. I love um, helping people like therapy wise through like behaviors. So I'm not exactly sure exactly what I want to do in my field. Although I have no doubt that like what I studied is where I'm supposed to be. So I'm kind of just like, allowing myself to try new things in this next Um, year Um, I graduated college like a year early Um, Mm -hmm. so I only went to school or I got my degree in like three years or whatever so I'm just trying to allow myself the next year to try new things say yes to things that I don't know if I'm gonna love or not just because I want to better hone in on like what exactly God has for me so whether that's internships whether that's I have no idea what he has in store so yeah yeah um, that's pretty much the short term in the next year <laughs> plan,
0: but yeah, well, I think that's super important, yeah, um, especially I think all of us kind of graduating early, slightly early, but it's you just grind so hard in college, so I think it's like commendable that you want to take this time to really get to know what your career path is, being open to different changes because it's definitely hard for people who are go, go go to be like, okay. Let's take this back a bit and really hone in on what I want and not just rush to the next thing. Yeah. So I think that's really smart of you. So that's great. Thank you. Well, awesome. Well, now, yeah, your favorite song lyric. Any good okay. ones for us?
2: <laughs> so right now, Modern Loneliness by Love is just the quarantine song, okay. I have to say. But <laughs> I couldn't, like, pick out, like, a lyric. But then I also picked, like, a Christian song lyric that's been just, like, I've been holding, like, close just because this time i'll go into like what god's teaching me but like this time mm-hmm. is is kind of hard it, um it's the lyric goes why should my heart grow weary don't be so downcast on my soul you're in every moment you're my greatest miracle and it's from by um from all praise by sean curran
0: Mm. um who's my favorite i love him <laughs> yeah that's good yeah i love Cre- i haven't heard the one by love i probably have like on hits or something but I, <laughs> i'm bad at song like names i just love the beat so i'll look right. it up but i'm sure i'm sure it's a good one <laughs> well awesome well thank you yes hopefully everyone's benefiting from these song ideas because yeah i'm kind of getting a little old in my music i like the country mode in you know, a country vibe <laughs> but then i'm just in the house and i just want to get out but <laughs> yes and yeah do you have a favorite uh quote emma Yes.
2: So this has been my favorite quote since high school and Aww. I mean, I think it's like a relationship quote, but I kind of just take it um like a romantic relationship quote, but I kind of take it as in like relationships altogether and then like in relation to God too, but it says Yeah. Um it says to be known but not loved is our greatest fear, but to be fully known and truly loved is a lot like being loved by God is what we need more than anything it liberates us from pretense humbles us out of self-righteousness and fortifies us for any difficult life or any difficulty life can throw at us and I have loved this verse forever one because that I feel like truly like our long longing as like human beings is to be known
1: Mm -hmm. um
2: but then it directs us back to like we only can be truly known by God and um what that kind of love brings, and then it also is like a reminder to me, like the kind of love I want to be extending towards my people and the people God brings into my life. So,
0: oh, that's so good. I love that. I, I love writing qu- quotes on pieces of paper and just kind of having them around. So that Tim Keller quote may I may have to pop it in there. So yeah, <laughs> really it's good. so good. <laughs> uh, I love it. Preach it. But yes, and um, yeah, tying that back to what God has been telling you right now. Yeah. So.
2: Um, I, uh, like Haley said, like I'm a very task oriented person and, Mm -hmm. um, I've been through seasons where God has taught me like my identity outside of what people think of me and like things like that. But, um, coming into this quarantine where I don't have a lot to do, um, and a lot to that, like a lot of, I'm finding out what makes me proud of me is in what I do. And so God right now is like teaching me that. I am enough simply being his, his child. And I think just going back to like Haley's quote, um, when doing is too much, being is enough. Um, that's like kind of the, the lesson God is teaching me
0: is like, you are enough just because you are mine. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Our, our self-worth and who we are is dependent on what we do. It's just the fact that God chose to love us. So yeah. Yes. Oh thank you. I feel like all this godly encouragement. Hopefully people are feeling the, the good Christian vibes, even in quarantine when we're all a little <laughs> uh restless. But thank you girls for sharing. I love hearing everything and I'm so excited. So you guys have any other things you want to share before we get into the topic of the episode? We're ready. No, yeah, oh, I'm yeah. ready. I'm ready. This is going to be great. So, um, yeah. So the topic today, everyone who's listening, is two or three things we wish we could tell our 14-year-old selves. So good stuff. And um, I think before each of us share our little sections whenever we're about to talk, we could kind of go back and forth, um, make kind of a conversation so not one person's just talking for, you know, 20 minutes because I think, I mean, at least I could ramble on <laughs> and on. So um, <laughs> I thought we could all each share. Um, kind of who we were as fourteen year olds, as cringy as it's gonna be. Yeah, so uh Amy, do you wanna start and describe <clears throat> fourteen
1: year olds? Oh cringy? gosh, <laughs> big yikes. Yeah. <laughs> um big that yikes. makes me that makes me full body cringe. Um I <laughs> let's see. End of eighth grade. Okay, fourteen-year-old me in eighth grade versus fourteen year old me in ninth grade. We're very different humans. Um, 14 year old me mm. in eighth grade really thought I was like the ish, you know. Um, okay,
0: <laughs> on top, yeah. I,
1: <laughs> on top of yeah. The world. Um, just like typical eighth grader, you just think you're like God's gift to like the world. Um, but yeah, but then going into ninth grade, that was kind of really you know slapped down very fast. Um, I <laughs> Uh, yeah, when I was like like two weeks into my freshman year of high school, when I was fourteen, I started having like super bad panic attacks, and so I was diagnosed with an anxiety mm-hmm. disorder, and I missed like my whole first semester of freshman year. So that was a very different experience from the beginning of age fourteen to the end of age fourteen. It was like two <laughs> different people, but yeah, I think I struggled a lot. Um, like honestly, all of high school, but like starting around that age, it was like kind of like the struggle for me of just like self-hatred and just like a lot of shame-based behaviors and things like that. Um, so it kind of makes me like sad to think about me at 14. But um, yeah, I think it's really cool to like look back and see like how far I've come from that, especially like now we're all at home. And so I'm like, oh, I'm in my high school bedroom, like, and mm-hmm. look at the, a totally different person than I am now so yeah that was me at 14 <laughs> kind of a mess a hot mess oh. but yeah I feel
0: like
1: we were all messes at 14 <laughs> Haley so if one of us wasn't that's yeah. amazing
0: but oh my god well yeah so what's uh one thing you would tell yourself if you go back in time and be like Haley girl get this together what's one thing you'd say
1: <laughs> um okay the first thing I wrote down that I would say Um, is actually a Brene Brown quote. Emma sent me this podcast the other day. Mm -hmm. Brene Brown has a new podcast. um, And this one, I can't remember the exact title. I'll have to send it to you. But Emma sent it to me. And in it, she says, perspective Mm -hmm. is a function of experience. And I felt like that was the best way I could sum this up. um, Just because I feel Mm -hmm. like there are so many things that that happen that feel like they're earth shattering and like the world is ending um, when you're that age. And obviously even now. And some of them are still going to be hard and earth-shattering when you look back on them, like, years later. Like, for me, getting diagnosed with anxiety, like, that's still hard. But just knowing that things do get better and that perspective comes with, like, time and age and experience. Um, So I think, like, feeling and processing your emotions in a healthy way, but knowing that things, like, can and do get better and just holding on through those hard years. Because they can feel, I don't know, it just feels so like everything feels so big and so hard, I think. Um, but just knowing that, like, as time goes on, that perspective will come. And so just just holding on when things are really hard um, in high school and during that time.
0: Yeah, that's that's a good one, too, because in the thick of it, um, you feel like this is it. This is all. all of Yeah, like, like, I won't ever get better or this experience will just never change. Like, I'll have to deal with this my whole life. And then you know, sometimes God just opens up an unexpected door. You're like, oh, I can walk through it and get out of this. Like, it takes a while, but eventually He shows up. Yeah, helps, totally. Yeah, that's, I wish I could tell myself that too. That's kind of a deep thing. I feel like 14 year old Isabel would be like, perspective <laughs> what? Like, what? I feel mean, like it would be, a, I'd eventually get it. But yeah, well, yeah. thank for sharing. Um, yeah, Emma, do you have any thoughts about that or any things you want to add?
2: no i i agree with that i wish i totally had the self awareness and um like capacity to to do that also at 14 but yeah um, yeah Yeah, that's good but yeah well um
0: how was a 14 year old emma at 14 what was she like
2: (laughs) so i was homeschooled until high school so 14 year old emma was excited high on life like let's go get, I'm, like, an extroverted person, so I was, like, so ready to be around mm-hmm. people all day, Um but, yeah, I think <laughs> that I was just excited, Um I was excited for new friends, I was excited for teachers, I love learning, so I was excited mm-hmm. to learn in a new way, um, yeah, I was just overly <laughs> excited, <laughs> I think, <That's>
0: but, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, but I was yeah. actually homeschooled, too, I was homeschooled my whole life, so, uh through the 14 year old years but it definitely the concept I think for a homeschooler to to go to school they're either like freaked out or they're like super excited so I could see (laughs) like new school like learning friends yeah it'd be a lot to handle as a 14 year old like never having it so how was your transition did you enjoy your high school years um
2: the first two years of high school I loved Mm -hmm. and then I think just like the naive um inexperience mm-hmm. uh, that can come with being homeschooled um, yeah. in relationship to others was it was like definitely harder mm-hmm. um, the last two years of high school just um, realizing that not everybody is as good as they portray themselves to be or as honest or um, loyal or all those things. So, um, yeah, the first two years were a dream in the last two years. I was ready to graduate. Yeah. Aww. But
0: I'm thankful for the experience. Oh, okay. yeah. good. Yeah. Teach us so much. High school, even though there's the ups and the downs, they literally form us in the, into the people we are today. And then college totally. just like polishes it. And then post grads, <laughs> like, okay, go into the world and <laughs> try to survive. But, totally. Uh, yes. But yeah, what's uh, one of the things you tell your 14 year old self at that uh, stage in your life?
2: Um, I think. I think the first thing I would tell myself um, would be to spend time getting to know yourself as mm-hmm. best as you possibly can at 14. I know that part of your brain length isn't quite all the way <laughs> developed yet, but um, it would be just make sure you take the time to realize um, the dis- disconnect you may be having with your actions and like what you're wanting. Um, because a lot of times when you would go do certain things or like hang out with Friends, like, you, like, I honestly remember feeling this disconnect of, like, mm. I, I do love these people, but at the same time, like, I don't feel, like, at home or at peace in, like, this space that I'm in. Um, and so just to be aware of those, like, intuitional, like, feelings um, and to take the time to, like,
0: um, dig into those and realize why, you know? Yeah, I think that's, yeah, definitely it's good to understand that because yeah at 14 the capacity is just so much smaller than it is now but yeah definitely do what we can is what we have but yeah, yeah. Uh, Haley do you have any uh, yeah I definitely like what you were
1: describing when you were saying that I was like oh yeah I definitely felt the same way just like hanging out with people I was like I love these people but like I would come home I remember I just like come home and I'd be like I don't feel like great about that like I just I don't know I don't yeah. feel like that was it you know um so I do think yeah. like yeah like it's never too early to start being like self-aware and to start like digging into like who you are and why you react the way you react to things and like who you want to be and where that like you were saying where that disconnect comes in I definitely like resonate with that what you were describing for sure yeah
0: yeah because I feel like at 14 depending on the type of you know child you are if you have friends you're like oh my gosh you know these people like me they want to hang out with me and then you realize wait they're not the best, so we have to change it up. Even though it can be scary when you're 14 to switch up yeah, the friend groups, but but well, yes. Well, thank you guys for sharing. We'll hop back more into the other things uh, you'd say, but I guess I'll share my 14 year old self. I was before we do that. I think it'd be fun for uh, the sake of the pod Instagram, if you guys want, maybe sending an awkward photo oh, oh. of yourself. <laughs> oh no. Here, so <laughs> <the name>. <laughs> Well, we'll see. We'll see. There's some like ones, that. Isabel, so good ones in this I have to find one. I know the same. Yeah, it's a big yikes, but we may have to do it <laughs> just for the sake of the audience. Let's see. 14-year-old Belle. Um, I think I was in eighth grade. No, ninth grade at the time, going into high school. Um, Growing up, I lived in two places. So, like, I lived in Idaho for half the year. And then when it got cold, we'd spend um, the – winter and the spring in Arizona so we moved back and forth ever since i was 6 so we started off the school year in Idaho working on all the uh the science in the kitchen all the labs doing all the mm-hmm. algebra i was a huge nerd growing up so i i loved school but yeah 14 years old was i don't know it was a challenging year i am um, I just had a lot of kind of like how Haley went through it. Like at the beginning, you're kind of chilling. And then the second half of 14 years old, was just super hard. Just, you know, a lot of um, unfortunate self-esteem issues, you know, some dark thoughts, a little bit of self-hatred stuff. Cause I think, you know, at 14, sometimes you just get down on yourself. You're like, what am I doing with my life? What's going on? And then I think Satan can really work in your mind in the level of comparison as a young girl. So um, beginning of 14-year-old was pretty good, and then it was just sometimes a hard transition to move back and forth, even though, like, I loved being able to go back and forth. Sometimes um, your friends who don't you, you don't see for a while in childhood, you're able to stay connected and whatnot, but then when you grow up, sometimes people change, and then, I don't know, kind of also, too, how Emma was saying, sometimes people end up changing, and you don't expect it to, or they're not who they said they were, so... The friends were kind of shifted a little bit. Um, Isabel was a little bit awkward, had not a lot of self-esteem. So that was a little bit hard to navigate through. But, you know, I think all 14-year-old girls have that. But, yeah, I think um, one thing I would tell myself is that God's plan will work out even if yours doesn't. And um, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I think you guys are all pretty similar. You know, got to have the plan, the to-do list, the productivity. So, I think sometimes we can get so caught up in our own plan that we fail to understand that it's actually it doesn't really matter what our plan is because God's plan is going to work out in the end as much as we want ours to. So I think when I was 14, there were a lot of shifts trying to figure out what I want to do in high school, what friends I should have, what things I should get involved with, how I can, you know, overcome of this, overcome this kind of lack of self-confidence, I just kind of realized like it all rests in God's hands because he's more powerful than I am and he's unchanging and he has this, you know, unlimited amount of love that's going to help me through this. So um, one of my favorite Bible verses, it's uh, Ephesians 3, 20 through 21. Uh, now all the glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we could ever imagine. And so I just wish I could give my uh, 14 year old self just a note card of this verse on it and say even though right now it seems like the plan's all messed up you don't really know who you are where you're going God will provide even more than you could ever think just trust him so I would say that because I don't know I think I need some of those truth bombs at 14 years old a little pick me up so
1: yeah that's really good I think definitely like I don't know for me at 14 I definitely was like my faith was there like in name only I wasn't like super involved in it um but yeah I think seeing like I said seeing where I am now versus where I am- was then I'm like okay yeah like that I can see his work in it looking back and so if I think if we had kind of like the foresight then that's like really comforting
0: on that Haley what's what's another couple things you tell your fourteen year old self we're back to um, Haley now
1: <laughs> let's see I think I would say everyone has a story, which is kind of what I learned coming out of um, my experience with anxiety in ninth grade, just because it was like a time when people were not kind to me um, because of it. And also, like I said, I wasn't necessarily the kindest when I was coming into um, freshman year of high school. Um, And so I think I would just tell myself like, that kindness is not conditional, like it it's not dependent on how other people act towards you, um, and just like that everybody is going through something behind closed doors we like we don't know like I think when you first meet me, you wouldn't be like, "Oh, that girl definitely has anxiety, but just like everyone is going through something mm-hmm. um, and I think the greatest gift that you can give to yourself or to another person is kindness, like even if you feel like they don't quote unquote deserve it, um, I think. Obviously, in the Bible, we're told to love our neighbors as ourselves. But one of the hardest parts of that at 14 was that, like, I hated myself and felt a lot of shame. So, like, how can you love others as yourself when you, like, don't love yourself? Um, and so, I think the more that you can work through that and get to know yourself, like Emma was saying, and recognize that you're loved, um, the more you're able to love others. Because I think empathy is just so important. And um, extending empathy to others always is just like, Essential
0: can we talk about that topic for a little bit like all of us, put in our ideas about how how to even handle um, the idea of really loving who you are so you could love other people? Do you guys have any tips for that? I don't know if you guys still struggle with that, but I know a lot of people, I think especially in yeah. like, kind of the isolation we're in, we can kind of look at all our faults and everything. It could really drain us. Do you guys have any tips for people just to kind of get out of that slump? I
2: think for me, um, just allowing grace to to be what I extend to myself in the, in those times of, I don't necessarily like love who I am or like what I'm doing or what I'm thinking or um, Haley and I kind of talk about it, or talk about this, but um, having grace for feeling bad about feeling bad. And mm. um, I think uh, that's like my biggest thing and feeling or extending grace in the fact that like, that is such an in-depth um, like issue and, that we struggle with like so deeply within ourselves. And so, um, remembering that like you may not get there, but you will get better at it. And um and that's okay too. Like we're not ever going to fully arrive until Jesus comes. And so um to remember that and to just remember that like we're all doing our best and like that
1: yeah, matters. I definitely mm-hmm. agree with that. I think grace is like a huge thing. That's something that I know both of us are still working on like every day is extending grace to ourselves. And I also think like just recognizing the fact that you don't have to prove yourself to anybody or even to yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, I think like Mm -hmm. I ran so hard in high school to just like prove that I was good enough, like one to me, but also to the people around me. Um, And so I think just like recognizing like, no, my identity is in the Lord. And that's something that like you have to work on actively every single my identity is in the Lord mm-hmm. and um, I don't yeah. need to like, like nothing I do or don't do is going to take away from that. And so I think that can bring like a certain amount of peace. Just like, no, you don't need to prove yourself. Like it is finished. Like you don't have to keep running so hard.
0: For those of you that, that, that are listening, um, this is on Saturday, right before Easter. So I don't know if it's going to be released that soon, but um, it just, you know, this Easter time always reminds me that like when Jesus is on the cross and he said it is finished, he literally meant like it is finished. Your shame is finished. Um, your desire to be enough is finished. Your sadness, the sin, the shame, like it's all done because I took it on for you. So I guess it's, it's really hard to kind of comprehend that. But thank you for sharing that, girls, because once we realize that God really has done it all and it's just a matter of us choosing to follow him and accept him in our hearts, like that's really all we need to do. And the rest is already done. Also, too, Haley, when was it – I know at 14, you know, there's different levels in uh, growing up. But what would you say your age was when you were finally able to kind of get over a lot of the uh, anxiety issues? And um, I think for me,
1: it's something that is going to be lifelong. Obviously, people have – um, like some people, mm-hmm, it's just like yeah. it's a season and then they're fine. I think for me, I'm definitely going to be a person who deals with it my entire mm-hmm. life. But I think um, I mm-hmm. – once I started college, I feel like I – I don't know I had I definitely had a really hard time at the beginning of college or stuff coming up with anxiety but I think um that's when I was able to really use the tools that I had built like I had gone to therapy like built the tools in high school to deal with that and I feel like now in in college I can like I'm like honestly really proud of myself for like okay you know what to do and you put those into play and now I'm kind of like I'm definitely at the point now where I'm like yeah like whatever i have anxiety and like it's always there and it's always like nagging at me but it's just like an annoying little friend that's like tagging along and like i don't give my energy to it anymore like my focus Mm -hmm. to it um so i feel like peace definitely came more in college just i think again in like i don't know i kind of in knowing my power over it um yeah i guess i guess that's how i'd answer that um but yeah high school is definitely hard i think college is when i really started to like um kind of take my power back in that sense,
0: Emma, what other things would you tell your fourteen year old self
2: um that you haven't arrived? I think uh, when I was in high school, I totally oh, i this is one thing I wish that I could have told myself is that that you have a lot more growing to do. and just because you go to a Christian school doesn't mean everybody's gonna believe or act or whatever the same way you do. and so not be judgmental of that um and um yeah God has definitely done some humbling in me since then um but I do wish that I would have been a more uh just like graceful person to people (laughs) in high school So
0: yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And how is it? Um, once again, the same question I kinda asked Haley, how have you coming back now, like grown from your 14 year old self? Any advice or just things that you're proud of yourself for? Um, yeah,
2: I think I'm I now one of the things that uh some people just like tell me is that they the way that I accept people where they're at without judgment is like a safe place for Mm -hmm. them and so seeing how drastically different that was in high school um that is something I'm proud of because it it didn't come naturally Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's been a journey like it I didn't come about that on my own and um it's it's been a very humbling experience for sure. Oh,
0: Good. No, I, I thank you for sharing. I think it's always so important for us to look back and just accept like, whoa, I grew from this. Like I'm awesome. I was able to, you know, grow from this stage in my life. And if I have the capability to do that, like how, what else would I do in the next six or seven years? But but yeah. yes, thank you for sharing Um, all good things, all good advice, truth, bomb nuggets. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, my second thing I'd tell my 14-year-old self is kind of just uh, mirroring what you guys have said, kind of about self-worth. um, And really that it just should come from Jesus alone because it, it really just matters what he thinks in life. Like, yes, we should care about what our close friends and family think but when it comes to just how we define ourselves all it really matters is what jesus has done for us and what he thinks about us even more than what we think about ourselves at times because we are so harsh on ourselves as well but um yeah i think one thing that i wish i could tell my 14 year old self is just like we should let his love spark a light in our lives because um I think it's easy when we're 14 year old girls to not really know what our true purpose is or or what direction we're going into. And I think sometimes that could get us down on ourselves and, you know, cause that spiral um, of kind of being confused. But if we realize like, you know, we should let the love of Jesus spark that passion uh, and then we could realize that our ultimate goal is to show love to other people and is to be selfless and kind. So. Um, what kind of helped me get out of my 14-year-old slump is just kind of realizing, like, even though I have these feelings about myself, that shouldn't change what I project out to the world. So I kind of just mm-hmm. um, really try to figure out what my purpose is. I try to help out at church more and just make my life more about how to let the love of Jesus speak through me. Um, and so 2 Corinthians chapter 4, there's this good verse uh, for God who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our own hearts to give us the light. And the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ, Uh, and so just how our job really is to replicate this light. So I would just tell my fourteen-year-old self, like, start this sooner. Just you know, be a light, and peace will follow. Because you know, our ultimate, our ultimate purpose in life is to shine the light of Christ, and then we will get peace from that, and then we can end up loving ourselves more and being more appreciative of ourselves. But that's really good. Yeah, yeah. that's what I would share. But to close off this uh, episode, any uh, the top embarrassing stories
1: for fourteen-year-old Haley and Emma? Oh, any ones that you think yeah. would get a good laugh? <laughs> this story, oh, no. <laughs> this is like one of my go-to hey. embarrassing stories, and it actually happened at fourteen, so it works. Um. Okay. Okay. Brace yourselves, ladies. Okay. <laughs> so I was a figure skater all of, okay. like, all of my life, pretty much, like, from five to like eighteen. I was a figure skater. And, like, underwear lines are, like, a really big thing. Like, you don't want to have underwear lines. So, I would just, like, go commando in my tights um, that I wore under my leggings. Um, sorry if this what is savage. too much information for the listeners. <laughs> um, oh. And so, one day, I'd, like, forgotten my <laughs> tights um, at home or something. So, I was like, oh, it's fine. I'll just, like, wear my leggings. So, I wore my leggings. Again, no underwear because you can all have those underwear lines. How embarrassing. Um and so I was on the ice. Yeah. I was like, I went to do a jump. I fell and I like popped up and I skated over to my coach and like, sh- I had my like back facing the rink and I was like facing her and she told me what to do. And then I, I like turned around and skated away and she was like, oh my gosh, like come back here, come back here. And I was like, What? what's happening? Like, am I in trouble? And she was like, you, like, you, you need to like go, like you need to like get off the ice. And I was like, what, like, what did I do? She's like, your pants are split. Down the middle. I literally when I fell, like split my pants, like down the middle seam. And again, this is the one day I don't have tights. So it's just my freaking bare butt to the to the world. I was like so embarrassed. I (laughs) like off the I was like pulling my shirt down over my butt. I was like, does anyone have any like extra leggings (laughs) I could wear? Um, (laughs) that did happen at 14 though. But yeah, I just you know just a nice little splitting your pants story. Uh, to lighten the mood. I've had some
0: stories from my friends. They're just like, "Yeah, I was dancing around. I just danced too hard. Split my pants fully." I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Don't think that's it. never happened to me, but like, I would be, I would, yeah, maybe knock <laughs> or something. Watch that happen. <laughs> oh well, thank you for sharing that. That was that was a good laugh. I feel like. Yeah. At fourteen everything's kind of embarrassing story. But then there's the yes, one that I'm was, like, actually, okay, I was like, actually that is still is embarrassing, embarrassing to but... this day. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, yes. How about you, uh Emma, do you have any significant uh, ones? <laughs> no, I like I I don't get embarrassed like super easily.
2: Um and I nothing really comes to mind. I don't know. So, I don't know. No. I feel bad. But. No,
0: I, uh, I'm trying to think. Like, it was just, for me, it's kind of the opposite. <laughs> like, there's just so many. <laughs> so like, which? Okay. Let me think. Okay. So, let's see. 14, 14. So, I don't know if this is exactly 14, 15. It kind of blends. But um, somewhere around there, I was at this church camp. And I would go uh, every single summer. And um, we go on these overnights and so it's it's you're really rough in it like most church camps at least like in Scottsdale area is just like yeah you have your nice beautiful furnished cabin and then you have all the heat sources and you go out with like your Scottsdale cute like cute girls I don't know it's just a vibe in Scottsdale I'm not really into the Scottsdale vibe but I have gone to some winter church camps, but this was in Idaho in the summer. There's no phone service. It's in the Sawtooth Mountains. Like the cabins are made from wood and there's like no heat source. So it's definitely a vibe and, and I love it. So um, off that, I applied to be a counselor there and they're like, oh, no, you probably like couldn't do all of it. So we'll make you the cook. And I was like, nah, <laughs> I'm not Anyway, my... Uh, I don't look outdoorsy, but I can hold my own. So maybe one day they'll realize that. But this kind of speaks truth to this uh, whole story. So we went in this overnight and all you could bring is your sleeping bag and your uh, no pillow. So yeah, just sleeping bag. That's it. Um, You don't really even bring blankets or anything like the clothes you wear. That's the clothes you sleep in for the whole night. You bring your little stoves. It's very much roughing it. So I'm, I'm kind of a girly girl overall. I'd say I do have my moments where I could be more on the tomboy side but mostly girly girl but during this time at this camp i'm like no i'm gonna embrace the full um oh natural isabel at 14 and so we were playing these (laughs) night games okay and um we were in this forest with a bunch of dead trees and it was like we call it like the petrified forest because literally it's pitch black we're playing these games running around like crazy kids 14 And if you trip and fall and fall on one of these (laughs) branches, like, it could actually, like, impale you. So it was kind of scary. But the funniest (laughs) moment was one of the guy counselors. He was, like, 22 or 23. He was hiding under this bush. I didn't see him. I run over. I accidentally step on his face. And I didn't know this. And he, like, freaked out. And I I was just (laughs) running around trying to figure it out. So then after that, I don't know who won the game. I probably didn't. But we were all running back to the campsite and three huge things happened to me which were so embarrassing first I tripped and fell and totally rolled in the mud like head to toe and I'm the I'm the klutz of the group everyone knows <laughs> Isabel's klutzy and I roll and everyone's just laughing I'm so embarrassed and I, I uh, really had to go to the bathroom and I when I was 14 if something was funny oh um, no I'm scared I would accidentally pee your pants a little bit so not only did I fall peed my pants we ran back to the campsite the counselor was so mad he's like isabel you stepped on my face and there's this huge like footprint on his face (laughs) i'm here covered in mud i didn't bring any extra clothes so i'm in my you know tank top and shorts freezing we're laying in our sleeping bags you know covered with all this stuff it starts raining everyone else is prepared because they took the extra hoodies i was like oh i'm good it was like 34 degrees out the lake next to us was so warm, much warmer than the air it was steaming. And I'm here covered in, oh, you know, mud, pee, so cold. Everyone's like, yeah, you thought you could do this? Anyway, very embarrassing. A humbling moment for me because I was like, maybe uh, maybe I should be more prepared with the outdoors. 14-year-old Isabel is not <laughs> at, you know, 87 pounds. So it was, um, it was interesting. There was, yeah, the klutz came out. I was freezing. I not as that. cool as I thought, but you know those are just the vibes of
1: that's you know, incredible so many things is. that it's is a truly many, embarrassing but...
0: story yeah.
1: <laughs> i love oh it just yeah. got worse and, yeah but yeah.
0: hey we got through it we're all here now Twenty twenty. Oh, yeah lived we're graduating college look at us so we got out of that <laughs> <laughs> oh yes but well thank you guys for coming on i loved thanks all for having truth. us and all everything you shared and i just wish um we could have had like a round table yeah, all of these three 14 year olds uh, three 20 21 year olds be like listen girls do this avoid <laughs> the cringe if you do this so <laughs> yes but um
1: any other uh, last just words Honestly, this is just for you thanks for having us like we we love doing this and hearing learning from your experience oh, yes. too oh, and obviously yeah. like I've known you this whole year as one of the girls in my life group but I'm like I love your podcast I'm so proud of you for doing this and we're so excited that we could just like talk with you today. So thanks for having us. Oh,
0: well thank you oh. guys for coming on. You're the official first guest. So, it's it's quite <laughs> the honor that you guys wanted to do This enjoy. is our
2: Yeah, this is yeah. the first time guesting and it was so fun oh. and it was so nice to meet you oh. over yes, hi, Emma. phone call, <laughs> a but meeting
0: you. My name is <laughs> Isabel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. well, thank you, guys, and for those of you that listened, um, we had some technical difficulties beforehand, but the girls <laughs> saved the day. So we're we're hoping that this is good quality and that you liked it. And also, too, um, I'm gonna link your guys's. Uh, hey says podcast instagram down below i'll link you guys as you know personal in case they want to check it out because i don't know i i just followed emma on uh, instagram but i don't know (laughs) i'm sure you have you know the great content but (laughs) bailey shares (laughs) some good truth in there too so i'm sure you girls yeah all the good stuff the good grams but well good well thank you guys so much i hope the rest of quarantine goes well and yes do this again sometime soon i would love it so that'd be great Bye. Have a good day. Thank Thank you
1: guys.